We're talking this, we're talking that. Hey, what we talking about? Man? We're talking sex, not fiction, just facts. Oh, man. The freaky hookups that you just had. This ain't the birds and bees for mom and dad. So Karen, did you see our house in the bar last night? And he wants to get super kinky with me. What's up with that? Hey, yo, Ken, I'm really trying to drive the ladies wild. Can, can you tell me what to do? Can, can you give me some skills, please? It's Sex Chat with Dr. Cat. This is Sex Chat with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Cat Van Kirk, clinical sexologist and marriage and family therapist. And I am here with my lovely man about town, my cool as bees' bees' knees boyfriend, Mr. Ross Martineau. Hey there, Dr. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> you got the buzz, you got the 411 and on, on sex and relationships, Ross. Is that the deal? I do, and I got my stinger ready, so <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get stung by the end. Um we are here to answer all of your sex and relationship questions from each of our perspectives. That's right. If you want us to answer your question, you can call the Dr. Cat 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week listener line at 213-270-1968 or email us at sexchat at drcat.com. That is correctamundo. And you can support us by supporting our sponsors. You can go to adamandeve.com right now and you can get 50% off almost any item plus a free mystery gift and free shipping on your entire order when you use the code DRCAT at checkout. That's D-R-K-A-T. And I believe we have a special offer code for the boys as well, Ross. That's right. For all those gay boys and their admirers, you can go to <laughs> adammail.com. All things male and exciting. Adammail.com, <laughs> where you will get the same dealio. 50% off almost any item, plus free uh, free gift, free shipping on your entire order when you uh, enter the code Ross, R-O-S-S, at checkout. You'll have a piece of me up your ass. <laughs> we love that. Oh, yeah. Ross likes to get up close and personal, so. know it. <laughs> so how was your Halloween, Ross? We're, we're post-Halloween, we're post so. Post-Halloween, it was it was ghoulishly fun. It was delici- <laughs> deliciously delightful. Um, so, uh, you know, I live on a tiny island in the middle of the sea, <laughs> but uh, there's quite a, a wonderful gay contingency uh, here on the island, and and we had a super fun Halloween party. Uh, uh, I would say 99% of the people dressed up, which is always great when you go to a Halloween party. Because, you Heck know, yeah. yeah, I've been to those duddy ones where it's like <laughs> everyone's wearing jeans and a T-shirt. It's like, okay, <laughs> come on, boys. Uh, but it was great. It was really fun. So That's good. No, I saw the pictures. And um, a couple things I was impressed by. Uh, okay. actually, actually, three things now that I'm thinking of it. Number one, your costume which we'll get well, to in, in just a moment. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and okay. number two was the, um, yes, amount of people in costume and the creativity, which I very much appreciated. And number three, the presence of many dildos in, in many of the pictures. Well, yes, you know, well, actually, <laughs> uh, friends of mine, Rob and Mark, had, um, they dressed as the, you know, the gay superheroes from Saturday Night Live. I loved, I, I love, I'm so glad that they did it's that. Like Andy and Gary <laughs> or something, yeah, and um, gay. And uh, they had uh, penis-shaped squirt guns, and so. Oh, that's <laughs> why, okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> definitely made the rounds, yeah. So uh, that was really fun. And, um, yeah, my costume was really great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my partner and I decided not to go matchy-matchy this year, which right. is fine. So he went as sort of a glam rocker. And I decided to butch it up as butch as I can be, <laughs> which, of course, is a black tank top. And, you know, I had a, I grew up my beard a little bit and, and, and penciled in some scruff. Of course, it looked great in low light. But in, in, in when the camera would flash it, it looked like I had like a bad scat accident. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Just Either that or I made up. 
<laughs> exactly. Or I made out with a Willy Wonka, one of those. Oh, um, we'll so through. yeah, I went as a, a soldier, and uh, and as I like to say, it was it's the new. Uh, gay servicemen's uniform because I have these great camouflage pants that are kind of mesh. So they're sort of see-through. So um, <laughs> it's that, it was that leather and lace push pull. That's right. No, no, it was, it was quite the good balance. I know. And I was, I was hoping to cajole you in, into a, into a, because I saw the pictures from the party, but did you take any pictures at home? Like before you guys left, like official we, posed pictures? Yeah, we did. We did. We actually got one shot in before I was like, let's just go. <laughs> I hate having my picture taken, but um, no. so yeah, I'll send that to you. No, no, no. It looked really good. I was, I was quite Thank impressed. You. And, so, now, did you, oh, did ahead. you get dressed up on your end over we there? Did, we did. We did. It's funny. It's the first, it's really weird when you go, I have a toddler. And so this was my first official like Halloween out on the street where it didn't involve, gay, unfortunately, unfortunately, didn't import, involve either you know, gay men are risque outfits, which is what I'm used to. <laughs> it was pretty wholesome. Okay. <laughs> but I like to balance. I figure next year I'll do, you know, I'll probably go to one of the bigger parties in Portland and then do this separately. But, um, yeah, I, it was pretty cold out, which I'm also not used to. So, um, I was going to go the year prior, two years prior, I was also pregnant in San Francisco and I went to one of the drag bars and I'd actually done body paint with, you know, me and a black triangle bikini top as a pumpkin, right? Oh my gosh, how fun. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, I couldn't pull the body paint bikini top because it was so freaking cold. So basically, I had like a big uh, t-shirt, um, like a, a pumpkin t-shirt, right? And I had like these matching pull-up stockings and, you know, basically just oh, kind of with that. But that wasn't really it. So that was cutesy. But the funny thing is, is that my husband went as me. So <laughs> he, he loaded up the same outfit. We got him a blonde wig. He, he, you know, put the breasts in and the belly in. And so we went as oh, we, cute. And we basically looked at like two cute, like lesbian co-moms. <laughs> there you go. Right. Or the pregnant man. <laughs> so, but with him. That's right. So I didn't get to do his makeup and everything because we ran out of time because I was looking forward to that because I told him sooner or later I will I will get him into back into drag because he hasn't done that since college and it's it's time. It's time. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Once you go drag, you never go back or no. Like, you always go back, I guess. Maybe right. That be <laughs> right. But yeah, speaking of the pregnancy, so I'm large and in charge, you okay. know, and yep. <laughs> which, yes, we, we know that you've seen my belly. And yeah. you have. And so it's pretty much like any moment now. And so we're doing all of the um, sort of natural induction procedures. Are you familiar with those? I like going to the pizza parlor and eating as much red sauce as you can. <laughs> oh, more fun. More fun. So lots of sex because in semen is prostaglandin. And the natural prostaglandin in semen helps dilate the cervix, for, for oh. those of you who don't know out there. So exciting. And um, nipple stimulation. Mm. Also, you know, we've talked about oxytocin before, my favorite hormone. And that actually helps also induce labor as well. So... Oh. Yay. <laughs> Yay! I know you're thrilled. <laughs> and the nipple stimulation that was like ongoing. So I have to, I think I'm going to have to hook myself up to my old, my double breast pump. And ah, there you go. Yes. And <laughs> Michael does have to work and 
go to school and do other things. So, um, <laughs> not just, you know, there's a, there's a, there could be a line of videos out there for you. You could be, uh, <laughs> making some big bucks on the side if you started filming that. <laughs> it's very, very true. I know. It's like, Hey, wait a minute. All those, the, the pregnancy fetish places, but it, it's difficult, you know, cause you want to continue having sex and sex is obviously very important to me. And it's hard because you get big and you start getting kind of cumbersome. I feel like, you know, an overwrought rhino trying to mount my husband, but you know, <laughs> it's like, I keep trying, you know, cause it's, it's good. Cause you want to keep having sex, not just because of the induction stuff, but because of the connection and everything too. Um, but it's getting to the point for those of you, maybe you, you do or don't know this Ross. And for those of you out there who haven't been pregnant or had a partner who's pregnant, when you get to the late stage pregnancy, pretty much gravity and everything, um, kind of accumulates around your vulva and vagina. So, so all the all the extra fluid in your body because you have forty percent more uh, blood in your body okay. than you do normally, plus all the other fluids and things, and um, so just imagine what a vulva would look like with like extra. <laughs> so I have to? You have to. Okay, I'm picturing it. Pounds of fluid. Jenny McCarthy always referred to hers as like her vulva. She looked one day, she had to get a mirror because she hadn't looked at it in weeks or months or whatever. And suddenly she had two blue Twinkies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or Goldie Hawn's lips in First Wives Club. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, mine are not blue. They're not blue, but they're definitely... Oh, engorged and unfortunately everything's kind of pushed forward down there so you see things that would normally be fairly internal and now they're less okay. internal so of course the part you, you left out about all of this your sexual activity is that it's all being done in the dark <laughs> right <laughs> lights off please i think michael's gonna have to to, to focus more on his fantasy life <laughs> there you go right because it basically, my, my vulva and vagina looks like a Muppet at this point. So <laughs> some sort of weird Muppet. Um, but I have to mention too, just real quick, that um, so we're also, when you get to this point, you're supposed to be prepping your vagina so that it will stretch enough to push a baby out, right? Okay. So, that you, so that you won't tear, right? Because right. that's why people end up with episiotomies. So you're supposed to be doing something that's called perineal massage. Mm. And that's basically like... You know, not super pleasant. You're supposed to be taking your your thumbs or your partners and going back and forth on the bottom side of your vagina to the point of where it's uncomfortable so that you're stretching down the tissue. Oh, I know. It's <laughs> like when I when I finish a load of laundry and I take the sponge and wipe out that <laughs> flap, you know, so that the water doesn't sit there and do. That's exactly I am going to think of you next time Aww. I do a load Thank you. I guess there are worse things. But I, I've discovered a way that Another use for sex toys and for vibrators is that the fact that, you know, my husband is not a fan of doing this because it's very clinical and kind of like, oh, well, is this foreplay or is this like me, right. you know, scrubbing the floor. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, I've taken that out of his hands this time, literally, and um, played with some different sex toys to figure out. I'm like, well, you know, especially if you're trying to do it on yourself, it's really kind of difficult because you've got the belly in the way and everything. So okay. I um, have been using, it's the Lilo, what is it? The Lilo Ina pleasure object, but it's basically a vibrator that's got like the separate clitoral um, nub. So it's a vibrator with a clitoral nub. And if you, if you hold it down, you can press down on the perineal thing, but at the same time, you get clitoral stimulation so that while you're doing it at the end, you can actually have an orgasm. That's a chore I like to have. <laughs> See? 
So anyway, I found a way to reframe it. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell all the pregnant peeps out there that, yes, if you're going to do the perineal massage, I found a better way to do it. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, we will be right back after a quick 30-second break from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. The Sex Chat with Dr. Ken. Hey there, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and get 50% off just about any item. That's 50% off adult toys, lubes, movies, or almost anything you desire. Plus, get a free extra gift, so sensual, we can't mention it here. And to top it all off, free shipping. And no, we're not teasing. Just type Dr. Cat for the offer code upon checkout. That's offer code D-R-K-A-T at adamandeve.com. Okay, we have our first question. Anki. Anki prefers Yankee to sex. Um, uh, Anki says, I prefer masturbating rather than having sex. Is there some defect I'm suffering from? I'm a 32-year-old married man, and I'm facing a problem of not uh, able to maintain full erection while having sex with my wife. I do get aroused very quickly, but I'm not able to sustain full erection. Mm. Well, you know... um, most, you know, it's uh, masturbation is not a bad thing, but if it's the only thing, then then that you know possibly could be a problem, you know. Um, right. And uh, especially since, you know, as I like to say, uh, unlike uh, Michelle Bachman um, and her gay husband, um, <laughs> there there are no couples that have been, you know, uh, have had a vision from God that. Um, that you're supposed to be together. So I'm assuming that there was sexual attraction to your wife when you met her. And so, you know, part of me is like, can you trace back to when this became a problem? Has this always been a problem? You know, uh, masturbation is fine, but how does your partner feel about this? You know, that would be my other question is, you know, how how does your wife feel about this? Because sex is a big part of a relationship. And if you're not, I mean, if you're having sex on your own and she's left, on her own too that's probably not a good combination so um yeah i would i would say you really you know anki you really need to put your your best foot <laughs> forward or your best eight inches forward or six right. inches forward and uh you know we've said it before there's no clear answer in a pill but you know as a, a way to maybe get over the hump you might want to try one of the you know viagras or you know something like that that might at least help you uh, stay hard and um go the distance with your wife as it were um but you know for me the first train of action would be to figure out where this started and why it started and then you know sort of unravel it from there because you definitely want sex back in your life because otherwise <laughs> your wife may look elsewhere <laughs> right well and it's and it's tricky i think too because if, what this tells me is that okay he prefers masturbating probably because there's less pressure you know right. Um, to maintain the erection. I'm wondering with masturbation, Anki, if you can pay attention, uh, how long are you staying erect during masturbation? Are you doing certain techniques through masturbation that aren't getting addressed while you're with your wife? And are you not communicating that? I mean, there are a couple of gaps there that maybe you could, you could fill in. Um, and then also too, yeah, it's to me, because it sounds like you're able to, you know, masturbate to completion, to orgasm and ejaculate, that uh, it sounds like mechanically things are okay, that there is some behavioral thing or some psychological thing that's getting in the way with you and with with your wife. So if you haven't discussed it with her and kind of laid it on the table, um, that would be a really good option. Um, You could try the Viagra thing just to see if that will 
switch things up because sometimes if you can change the biochemical stuff, that'll help you change the neurotransmitters um, to how you'll react behaviorally with your wife. Um, but if you get beyond that, you might you might just need to talk to a sex therapist or a clinical sexologist or something because something isn't happening um you know, the way you're either relating to your wife or the way that you're having mechanically having intercourse to get you off. Right. And here's the thing about masturbation, right? It's like, well, who can give you better sex than yourself? I mean, who right. can, you know, give it the way you want than yourself? And we've said it before. There is a there's a huge danger in, in jerking off all the time because that's what you get used to. And suddenly it's like, wait a minute, my wife's vagina doesn't feel like my hand. Right. Well, it's not right. going to unless she's got a grip like a 32-year-old <laughs> man. So, <laughs> you know? right. so um, you might want to stop jerking off for a while and see if that helps too. Or, or, or find just other ways to jerk off because it's true. It, the jerking off itself isn't so it isn't negative. What what is negative is it's if you're doing it the same exact way every single time, then you're not going to have enough of a repertoire to kind of to fall back on, you know. Well, and it's so. never going to feel the same. I mean, if you yeah. jerk off the same way and you get off the same way all the time, when you when when you're actually with a real person who has their own sort of grip and muscles and you know all of that, it's not going to feel true. the same. And if you're you know, like Pavlov, and that bell is ringing the, uh, you know, the same, uh, the same way all the time. Then it's, you know, and suddenly you get a gong, as opposed to a ding. Whatever, <laughs> you know. Your poor, pe- your poor penis isn't going to recognize it. That's what it's going to come yeah, down to. So, go. so give that a give that a shot, Anki. And um, our next question comes from Keith. Keith is trying to decide whether to risk it. He said he's heard a lot recently about the dangers of HPV. That's human papillomavirus for you people not on the down low out there. Um, and what it poses to men, the risk it poses to men. He says, I know it's been discussed for a while in, concerning women, but how risky is it for a man to have sex with a partner known to have HPV? Can you provide some health information with um, or links or whatever on this subject? Thanks. Well, it sounds risky to me. I, I know that men can get HPV, so... Yeah. Right. What do you think? I mean, it's that, that's it. Keith, it sounds risky. It sounds risky. <laughs> so that's any, my answer. Right, right, right. Term. It's a virus. You can get it through sex. Yes, there's some risk associated. Now, here, here's the thing. It is technically riskier for women than men because in women, HPV manifests, um, can manifest. Excuse me. There are 60 different strains. About six of the strains can actually strains can actually cause cervical cancer. So that's why most women, we need to get pap smears. One of the reasons we get pap smears is to make sure that we're not, you know, it's a screening a tool for cervical cancer of which HPV can cause. Now in men, there is also specifically for gay men too, there's a risk of anal HPV. Ooh. Yes. So, um, which has been related to some anal cancers as well. Now they don't consider it as high of a risk as, you know, the cervical cancers in women, but it is still a concern. So anytime you're going to go out and have sex, you know, obviously we're going to keep reminding people to have, you know, use a barrier method and, and, um, you know, make sure there's good lubrication so that barrier method doesn't break. And, um, you know, and basically if you want, you want information on this, you can go to cdc.gov or I've written quite a bit on it for sexualhealth.com. Um, and basically get the specifics about it. But it's it's a virus. Once you get it, you can't get rid of it. Um, how contagious is it? Well, it varies from person to person depending on, upon um, their immunology, right? So some people are at higher risk than others, but you're never going to know how at risk you truly are. 
Right. Right. Oh, too bad we couldn't have like mood rings <laughs> that shows it's like, uh oh, I'm I think I'm a little susceptible oh, today. My right. my ring is blue. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and like for herpes, for some people who have herpes who know their bodies really well, they can tell they're going to get an outbreak before they do. HPV is is different. It's a little more covert. It's skin to skin contact, and um. It has to do with the cells sloughing off too, but oftentimes it doesn't mean that you've necessarily got a full-on wart or like cauliflower dick like some guys used to get before they before they would come in and get – I mean, I've seen that. That is not pretty um, to get diagnosed. You can have HPV and it could be – more than likely it's completely dormant, but you can still transmit it um, and not actually have a wart or whatever that would – it's also referred to as condyloma. Um and that's the thing. They believe now that HPV, that over 80% of the population has some strain of it, one of those 60 strains. Oh, so wow. that's okay. a lot of that's a lot of people. <laughs> I just wanted to say, by the way, you just, you know, my new um, uh, uh, Latina drag um, persona, I think it's going to be Condoloma. <laughs> I like it. Condoloma rice. <laughs> there you go. I'll put a little gap in my tooth. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll have to remember that for next year. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my we God. Can, we can both go. We can both go as um, as sexually transmitted viruses. <laughs> right. I'll be Dick Cheney and you'll be Condoloma Rice. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what's funny is I went into the, the bookstore of, of the university that my husband's going to, and they've got these stuffed like little stuffed animals, like almost beanie baby size of uh-huh. all of these um, viruses and infections. Like they're, they're characterized. <laughs> oh, honey, look at, I want herpes. He's so cute. <laughs> oh my God, it's true. And some of them are cuter than others. And the, the one that I was, the, the chlamydia one was actually really cute. <laughs> oh my God. Mommy, can I get chlamydia for Christmas? <laughs> and that's what I actually, I told my husband, I was like, because I'm all into like educating my my children and I'm like you know we should pick up a few of these because this would be you know this is a nice little tool to be able to you know right. educate your five-year-old I don't know if we want to go that right. far and then the but... dog is it rusty rusty put chlamydia down <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see if there's a whole new uh whole new um market for that out there uh-huh. I doubt it <laughs> okay and our final question comes from michelle who has it too good oh. michelle says i am 42 and my boyfriend is 53 he has a problem with ejaculation his penis will stay hard for an hour or more and you say wow what is the problem <laughs> well i love him but it feels so one-sided he always makes sure i orgasm at least once even though he cannot seem to do it we have tried prostate stimulated stimulating toys for him but they were either too big or vibrate any suggestions? Yes. And so the problem is, <laughs> Michelle, you know, here to me here, the, the problem sounds a little like guilt. You know, yeah. it sounds like it's your problem and not your your boyfriend's problem. Right. Because, you know, I, I would love to see how he feels about this. You know, it's like you're getting your orgasm. He's being attentive to you. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's you don't mention that he's, you know, running off in frustration because he hasn't come or hasn't had an orgasm. Um, I mean, is he okay with it? Um, the other question would be, does he get off alone? Right. You know, when does he orgasm or how does he orgasm? So, um, I mean, it sounds like you're, you're trying things, prostate, prostate stimulation. Maybe sometimes, maybe it just takes, you know, a little more time and a firmer grip. <laughs> right. 
Right. Yeah. Maybe you just need to mix it up with different, you know, different implements, different lubricants, things like that. Also, I want to remind everybody, let's not forget orgasm and ejaculation in men are totally separate phenomena. They do not have to go hand in hand. So he might be a really good candidate for um, multiple orgasms, for dry orgasms, for men who don't ejaculate, but they can orgasm. Um, and more than once. So isn't that a bonus? So, <laughs> I know, literally. So I would suggest there's a book actually out there called The Multiply Orgasmic Man. And have him give that a shot because um, just as an option. And then also she was saying any suggestions as far as the toys about if they're either too big or, or they vibrate. Um, there are plenty of smaller prostate toys out there that don't vibrate. And if you go to Adam and Eve, I, I just went and I looked. There are two that I would suggest. One's called the Adam and Eve Tease My Tush. <laughs> Tease My Tush. <laughs> and the other one is the Classics with an X, Classics Prostate Stimulator. And they're smaller. They have the little handles on them. And they do not vibrate. Um, but ultimately... Ross, I think you you hit the uh, the uh, the nail right on the head, so to speak. The fact that it, it may not be an issue for him, and the the need for him to ejaculate or orgasm may be less of an issue for him than it is for you. And granted, I know that women also like, or partners in general like, to feel um, reinforced that their partners are having pleasure. And one of the ways that we can identify that is, you know, he comes all over your chest or whatever. You know what I mean? So. Right. Um, you may not ha get that reinforcement all the time, or you may just need to try and switch things up like you're trying to do. But one way or the other, I would check in with him and make sure that it's even an issue. Because if it's not, then you know maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's all you, Michelle. Damn it. It could be, you know, and you know, ultimately, also, if if he's not orgasming at all ever, you know, he jacks yeah. off, then he needs to get it checked out. But yeah, it would be a good idea just to make sure yeah, there mechanically isn't something something going on. So. The Sex Chat with Dr. K. <laughs> Gay Take. Straight Take. It's the Featured Toy of the Week. Okay, now it's time for the Gay Take Straight Take Featured Toy of the Week. Yay! And yay! And it's actually, you know what? We're switching it up. It is actually not a toy this week. I saw that. It's the passionate couples indulge in sensual sex, intimate <laughs> encounters, two, which of course implies there's a one out there somewhere as well. <laughs> right, but, but we're not messing with the one. We're going straight for the two, which... <laughs> tell, us, tell us all about it, Kat. Sure. Actually, the reason I chose this, it's a DVD produced by Adam and Eve. And the reason I like it is because it's a, a women's slash couples friend. Granted, yes, it's heterosexist. So we'll, we'll get to a, a gay one on a different show, but um, I, I like it because it does appeal to women and it's actually directed by a woman, Annamel Black. And what it is, is it's got um, several really um, steamy, very explicit scenes. This is porn. Don't get me wrong. We're not looking at like, you know, soft core right. anything here. Um, Fabio is not <laughs> nowhere to be seen, right? <laughs> Nor is anything blurred out. You're going to see it all. So um, it's got five different scenes, though. And um, and I got to see it because I'm reviewing it. We might be including it in some other package that I'm doing with, with Annie at some point. But I was really impressed by it. It's got really high production values. The, the people seem to really have chemistry and, and get off. And as a woman, um, it appealed to me. So if you as a couple are looking to, to branch out into adult um you know adult movies and don't know where to start this one is is example a i would go with that great and i just wanted to um 
touch on something that you said at the beginning of this that the you know we'll we'll touch upon the the gay version of this at yes. another time. No, we won't because I actually went on Adam Man <gasps> and they don't have one. Oh, I you, know, like a little intro couples thing for for gay men. I, I think there's a no. There's I think there's an opportunity out there, and if you business minded people or come mm-hmm. on Adam Male people mm-hmm. start. Of course, I did happen to see there is one video that caught my eye, and I'm I'm dying for our Christmas stocking stuffer list because I oh, love yes. going through you know, my porn titles. But they you you know you may it may work for you guys. The man who blew too much. <laughs> Are you serious? Is that really the name of it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's not one you came up with because sometimes you confuse me. You're so good with the titles that I, I think know, some no. of them exist and they don't. <laughs> no, this one was on the on the website so that could be the equivalent right now passionate couples um intimate encounters too for heteros and the man who blew too much for the guys (laughs) well fabulous and you know what i will take that feedback though back to adam and eve because um yeah we need to give the boys the the boy couples something to strive towards as well too exactly (laughs) well i want to thank everybody for joining us today Yes, we have answers. If you have questions, you can email us at sexchat at drcat.com. Also, we welcome your feedback. If there's uh, anything that you'd like to add to um, some of the people that we're um, answering the questions for, please let us know what your opinion is, too. That is correct. And you can always check out my video podcast, Daily Sex Tips from Hawaii, on iTunes or find it on YouTube at 365 Sex Tips. And uh, yeah, oh, you know what? Uh, we have a sex chat with what? Dr. Cat page on Facebook. If people would go like us, that would that would be nice. Yes, we want, we'd want. like to be liked. You like <laughs> us. You really, really like us. Right. And we'll try and like you back. So, um, yeah. And of course, always visit drcat.com for more info. Thanks, Ross. Okay. Bye, Cat. Sex Chat with Dr. Cat.